0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Hope you guys had an amazing weekend. The Olympics have come to an end and so we're gonna talk about that closure and that experience. Um, But look, a lot has been going on in the sports world. Here locally and we're gonna touch on some of those things. So look, like we always do, Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. The wait is almost over. Uh, Nearly 20 months or so of a hiatus of not having any Rainbow Wahine volleyball is less than three weeks away. Uh, Our Rainbow Wahine are gonna be taking on Fairfield and look, they're excited. Head coach, Raman Amo, Said, look, you're gonna have to go out there and earn it. Talking about uh, the spots that are they're that available all right, on the court, so uh, they're excited today to kick things off. And man, we've all just been waiting. We have some of the best volleyball fans in the country, if not the best. We we have the best fans in the country, and so I know everyone's anxious, everyone's uh, excited for this to start. No more than. Coach Amo and these players who have been off, like I said. Season canceled last year, and they're just ready to go. I know they've been chopping at the bit, ready to get up and get some spikes and see some people standing for the Aloha Ball. So we can't wait. Congratulations, and good luck. Pro Football Hall of Fame's newest inductees happened over the weekend, and let me tell you, it was a GOATS list. Troy Polamalu, Calvin Johnson, uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, John Lynch, Edrin, James, Peyton Manning. And look, Peyton Manning gave an unbelievable speech. If you guys haven't watched it, you definitely have to go and see it. This man basically gave you the layout of what football is, what football does for kids, for people, for the community. And talking about how it is the duty of his and those that have played to ensure the future of the game, to pass that on. And man, so many golden nuggets in his speech. Peyton Manning is definitely someone you can tell who really commanded the locker room. He was a leader. He was someone that everyone wanted to be around. I mean, just listening to him talk, I felt like I was in a locker room just, you know, listening to my quarterback give us a pregame speech. Um, Man, such an unbelievable human being and such an unbelievable pioneer for the game of football. So, congratulations to all the inductees and you guys, again, need to go check out uh, check out all the speeches because it's all unique in its own special ways so uh, congratulations again to all of this year's Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees Today's Olympic coverage is brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda dealers The Tokyo Olympics is over and boy What a challenge it was On so many levels um, (laughs) From the athletes The organizational aspects Of putting this thing on in the midst of a pandemic resurging pandemic Out there in Tokyo Um, If it's one thing that I learned Or maybe got more reassurance of Is that the resilience Of athletes represents of people, everyone that was involved in this year's Olympics, all the obstacles that they had to go through. Um, so I just want to shed some light on everyone that was involved in having this year's Tokyo Olympics, right? And so, you know, you had athletes stepping away, right? Mental health came to the forefront. You had new people step in, step in up, taking advantage of opportunities. Breaking records. Athletes were still running faster. Jumping higher. uh, Sharing. Sharing the gold medal. I I don't know if that's ever happened before. There's been a lot of things at the Tokyo Olympics that have been the first of. And so I just want to highlight everyone that was a part of that. It showed the resilience, man. It showed that how inspirational athletes are. Being elite, working to be elite, working to be the best, it's already hard. It's already tough for athletes. You throw in pandemic, you throw in no fans. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things these athletes were thinking about while being out there. And they still put on a show. They still competed. They still broke records, like I said. And so for that, you, got, you guys should all be proud. Whether you placed you know, first and won gold, or you got eliminated in the first round. If you were there, you are amongst this group. And so, uh, I just hope that we can all remember this year's Tokyo Olympics as the games that, that made it through, that persevered through the toughest of times that I think this world has had to endure. So, um, just want to highlight the entire Olympics on this segment. Today's Olympic coverage was brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda Dealers. All right, it's Monday and it's been a couple weeks since I've had my guy, Stephen Sai on the show with us. So very fortunate to be able to have him with us today. We're going to talk about the University of Hawaii football, New Ching Field, and some of the things that are coming very soon and that's game day check it out okay uh man i got my guy steven sai finally back with me here on the co2 rundown how you doing brother
1: good it's been a little bit crazy with football starting so it's kind of hard to get connected with you but uh yeah (laughs) joy seeing you again
0: yeah man uh speaking of football we're talking about university of hawaii football right now you're actually at practice um Talk to us about how things are shaping up there, Stephen.
1: They're looking good. And the thing they want to do is they want to cut down on penalties. They want to play faster on offense and they want to be, you know, more aggressive on defense. I think they're kind of doing all those things. They're not trying to do any new type of plays or any type of thing. They just want to get better at the things to do, but to do it quicker. And they think a faster pace along with a real physical style is going to really help them this year.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree. You know, I think that defense, is going to be even better than it was last year. And when you got a strong defense and you have an offense that can have tempo, that can play fast, that can, you know, have that change of pace and really dictate and control, you you make it difficult for some opposing teams, man, to really, you know, get into a rhythm because football is about rhythm too. Now you got to get into Mm. rhythm. You got who gets the momentum, right? And uh, that's, uh, I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah, and they've got a lot of speed and everything in, in the secondary. But the group that they're really um, most happy with is uh, is the linebackers. That they think those guys are really doing a great job. Pene, Pabihi, um um, you know, they've, they've got the Darius Musa, who I think led the conference in solo tackles last year. Just guys are just out there who are playing, and not only can they just play normal linebacker spots. They're moving all over the place. They're playing the coverage. They're pass rushing. Sometimes they're lining up on the defensive line. So. You've got guys moving around, and that's kind of fun to watch uh, just all that activity back there.
0: Yeah, man. What's the vibe right now? I know they had their uh, first practice at, you know, newly renovated Ching Field. They had the scrimmage on Saturday. What's that vibe, Stephen? What's it feeling like right now?
1: Well, I think um, there's – of course, there's a little bit disappointing that you're not still playing at the Lowest Stadium because it's not ready, but they love the idea of playing on campus. They love the idea that everybody is a lot closer – you're just uh, and then they think they're going to get the nice turnouts and everything, and they just feel it's great that um I think Todd Graham had said that um it's, you want to uh, play where you practice, and they've been practicing all the time now on the uh, Ching, and they, they're liking it there. They're getting used to the field, they're getting used to the the visuals and everything like that, and they yeah. just think you know once yeah and just it's just a great feeling where um you you know you know how it is um when you have a, a locker room on campus, and then when you go to a game you're like twenty miles away. Start it. it's it's your home locker room, but it doesn't feel like your home locker room because you know they've had I- OIA teams in there or I like yeah, the yeah, night yeah. before, right? Different things, and but now you go this, this is your actual locker, and you're only like about 20 yards away from the field, so they, they love yeah. the fact that yeah. That they, they, I you cannot know.
0: wait, Stephen, because the lot the the back of the locker room exit, you go out there, and the walk onto the field. I can only imagine mm-hmm. how that's going to be on game day, the excitement, the energy. Um, I think it's going to be the ultimate fan experience, uh, intimate yeah. fan experience. And, right. you know and, and what? the thing is
1: that they're put, they're going to put the um the students right in the end zone seats, right next to the entrance. So Ooh. when you walk out there, you're walking in front of the people. You know, who are going to make a difference.
0: Rowdy, rowdy, yeah, I love it. And he, and he talked about something being in, in that environment right now. I can only imagine being one of those guys, looking at the stands, um, feeling energy. Is Todd Graham one of those guys? Does he play music during practice? Steve?
1: Um, he plays it selectively. He selectively like they'll play it to kind of get the warmups going, but um, and they'll, they'll play some music when the defense makes stops because he's actually the defensive coordinator too. So uh, you know if they, they get a sack or a pick, so all of a sudden they're playing another one bites the dust, snippets stuff like that, and then the defense is just fired up. But they, you know they, this is this team is all about um, just trying to motivate itself, and they they do a great job. But every day that they realize. Um, kind of like what the former players kind of realize when you don't play anymore, how precious it was to play the brotherhoods, every, you know, every moment on the field means something. And they, they make them trying to realize that you don't have to think about how the good old days used to be. They're trying to say, you're living in the good old days right now, experience That's it. and enjoy it. And they also know that a lot of people want to do what they're doing right now and aren't. So they, they appreciate the, the privilege and, and the honor and, you know, just the opportunity just to do what a lot of people wish they could be doing. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, it's, it's a, you talk about the brotherhood. You talk about a fraternity and, and a game that creates such a special legacy for each guy. You know, I watched the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you know, inductees. And Peyton Manning's speech was, it literally summed up football. It summed up, you know, the journey. And the journey doesn't end when you're done playing. Because the, now you have a responsibility to pay it forward to ensure the game that's given you so much continues to provide, right? And that's what yeah. I love about football, Stephen. And that's what i you know, I, I'm glad that these guys realize that it's a privilege and it's also a privilege to be in that facility. It's a privilege to have had, you know, people come together to make that happen, you know, for this, for this time. And let's talk about that, Stephen, the fans, I know, uh, Mayor Blangiardi, you know, is saying and wants that, Hey, if you, if, if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be allowed at the games. Is that something that's set in stone?
1: I think that's the way they're trying to go to it. And and they think that the way the um, uh, the pandemic is going, the way the virus is going, and it keeps mutating and mutating. They just got to have a point where you got to kind of stop and make the sacrifices. I know it's not an ideal thing. I know that there are guys, a lot of people, because of religious beliefs or their own personal feelings about the health and the questions about the vaccine, where they don't want to get vaccinated, but you know it's proven that the vaccine works. At least it's, uh, you're not going to diminish the chances you, if you catch it being hospitalized, or diminish chances of you dying, which is always you know and and and, and even catching it. I mean, you will. You, there's a possibility that you could still catch it, but it's, it's less than that. They'll have an impact on you and and the spread of it. And so they're just saying, you know, the, it's out there. The science is there, and there's so many now. Um, things that benefits to getting vaccinated to play. Because right now, University of Hawaii said last week that if you want to play in games, you can practice everything, but if you want to play in games, you got to get vaccinated. And by vaccinated, it's great because you talk about the brother and the teamwork. If, you know, if you're vaccinated, you can, you can be in the locker room, you can be in meetings, you can walk around without a mask. If you're not, you can still be in the meetings, but you have to you, know, you vaccinate, uh, you, you can't go in the locker rooms, you eat separately, they give you give and go um, meals and everything. And, you know, part of football is being together and everything like that, sharing the experience. And, and even Coach Graham says, being able to teach the sport. And you can't do it if people are separated or isolated and everything. And so now he's saying, you get the vaccine, you can do it. And, and the penalties now, the, uh, the league is uh, if, if you miss any games, uh, if your team misses any games uh, because of you know contact tracing or things like that. What happens now is you forfeit the game. It's not a postponement, it's not a cancellation. You don't just go by percentages. You actually forfeit the game. It costs you. So there are a lot of measures and costs. And and also if you're not vaccinated, you have to be tested. Um, I think three times with the with the rapid testing, once a week, uh, you know, without it and, and probably the cost is gonna fall on you. So there are a lot of economic and a lot of reasons to get it. I understand people's concerns if if you have concerns, but um I think it's just the way things are going, it's probably better to get the vaccine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's where it's causing a lot of uh, division right now, right, Steven, It's causing a lot of, you know, you talk about it right there. It's like in, in the locker room, in the team setting, it's causing a division. And that's the last thing you want. And so, yeah, everyone's got their choice. Everyone's going to do what they feel is best for them and their bodies. Um, well, look, nonetheless, everyone needs to be excited about this upcoming season. Uh, I know I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to um, embark on a new era of University of mm-hmm. Hawaii football. You know, it's, it's going to be a new game day feel, a new energy, a new vibe. And so I know everyone's excited about that.
1: And it's going to get better because next year they're going to try to perhaps double the capacity. And then it will just kind of keep growing until the new stadium uh, is being built. But, you know, for too long, Hawaii has been um, – not being able to share the parking out of low Stadium. They haven't been able to share the concession money. That's all theirs now. You know, it's going to go to it. And and that's a good feeling, you know, that you're in the game. You want the money to go to the the people who are playing in the game.
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Stephen, look, man, I appreciate you popping on. Uh, You know, I know you guys got a break from practice. But, man, get back to practice, um, and we'll catch up again next week, man. Enjoy your week.
1: All right. Take care. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Aloha. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And I hope you're off to a fast start. I said each and every week. Each and every Monday, we got to start the week off right. So we set the tone for the week. Look, make sure you guys are doing something today to get you going, to get you excited, to get you flowing through the week. All right? Have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you all come hump day Wednesday.